We're going to read some scriptures today as we continue when God steps in. When life gets messy, when life gets interrupted, when life seems impossible, there's a miracle in your mess. The angel, of the angel said to her, do not be afraid. God encounters are not always right at first. Can be alarming. But don't be afraid because you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also the Holy One who is born is to be born will be called the Son of God. Blessed is she who believed for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. The word of the Lord. How many knows what favor looks like? Oftentimes we, our visual of favor is seen mostly when it's full grown. But as we discovered last week, the mess, the interruption and the impossibleness. Today, small steps to great destiny. Small steps to great destiny. God steps into your life. It's not always as you think. But it will always be as he promised. The one thing that I've learned in life is that Interpreting what God has said helps to navigate the journey to what he has said. Part of living in contentment is understanding that life can be messy. You found favor. How many know that after that it didn't look like favor? But life can be messy, busy, chaotic, interrupted, and sometimes actually impossible. Anybody ever been there? Or at least felt like you were there. (laughs) From where you sat. Yeah. It looked pretty bleak. And sitting here with all this congregation, if we were to talk with each one, we would discover that messes come in all kinds of different ways. Sometimes it's a strained relationship. Sometimes it's mistakes. Other times it's sin. Many of those times there is pain and definitely surprises. Sometimes failure. And those things have a way of tripping up 
our plan that we've made for life. Is Mary and Joseph are planning their marriage, life is interrupted with a wonderful promise, but a very challenging journey. It says that when Mary visited Elizabeth, Elizabeth says to her, Blessed are you who has believed, for there shall be a fulfillment of the word spoken to you. There is a connection between the word and believing. Promises are not automatic. Promises require a womb. Promises require a heart that believes. We discovered that when the favor of the Lord comes and the promise of the Lord comes, we should not be surprised that there's a pit and a prison before being prime minister. That there can be a wilderness and a fugitiveness that comes before the royal crown, Joseph and David. That in Jesus, there was a crown and rejection before there was resurrection power. Yes, this Christmas story has a whole lot of mess. Messy times, messy place, messed up reputation, no royal throne room, no velvet garments, no royal processions. He's a king, come on. He's the son of God. Thought everything was going to be easy because you're a son of God, didn't you? Think about it in the manger. The majesty in the midst of the mundane. How many know that sounds like life? Holiness in the midst of sheep manure and sweat. The divine entering the world in the, on the floor of a stable. It's a story of bad meeting good. Your bad, my bad, meeting his good. About God stepping into our world, stepping into your mess. He's got a purpose. Not just to solve your mess. No. But he comes to alter our destinies and give us reasons for living bigger than ourselves. The good news this morning is is that God uses messy people to do great things. He uses people with rough resumes imperfect pass become the norm rather than the abnormal. We are prone to look 
at the circumstances and draw our assessments from what we see. As Jesse's sons stood before Samuel, God made a proclamation. Helping us in our journey. Samuel, you're making your assessments based upon what you see. God says, you need to learn to look at the heart of the matter. God looks beyond your flaws. The Bible is full of great lives lived by damaged people. He steps into a damaged world. Your resume may not be all that great, but God looks beyond our flaws. Think about it this morning. God moves through natural things to do the supernatural. God starts with the natural. It is in that moment of naturalness that is the embryo or the womb for the supernatural. Show me a miracle that didn't include the natural. We are looking at probably the you know, most amazing miracle in the birth of Christ. But how many know that Mary's very natural? The follow-up is very natural, yet dotted with the super natural. How about Noah and the boat? A life-saving thing. But there had to be a boat built before there was going to be the life-saving. David, when he slew the giant, pretty supernatural, but there was a natural element. There was David and the sling. It'll always be you and something. How about the loaves and fishes? First the natural, then the supernatural. How about the disciples coming up empty, fished all night? Sometimes life is like that. You've done all the natural things. And the net is empty. And then God steps in. I've discovered, and I'm sure you have, that it's not because I've planned so well, but because God has planned so well. 
Yes. Life doesn't always get better when God steps in. But know this, that when God closes a door, he opens a window. He opens a window. I will open the windows of heaven. Yes. This destiny unfolds as you walk it out. There is nine months. Well, there's actually years in the, you know, the raising and the rearing of this promise of Christ. And people are involved. Not just God. You and I are involved in our miracle. Are you hearing me this morning, church? You're involved in your miracle. The word of the Lord needs someone that will believe it. It's not enough to just get the word of the Lord. You have to believe the word of the Lord. And then it shall be according to the word of the Lord. I spend more time working on my belief than probably anything else. Lord, I believe, but I need some real help because the promise is so much bigger than I am. The impossibility and the journey to the promise can sink a lot of ships. But if we believe, the word of the Lord will come to pass. You see, it's small steps to your destiny. Yes, small steps. I have never been pregnant, but I've witnessed a few pregnancies in others. Not always the most pleasant, but when it arrives, it has a glow all its own. What we see in this birth of Christ is the womb of revival. What is revival? When God steps in. It's the womb of revival. It's the beginning of You know, an unending revival when God stepped into that faith of Mary. What's the importance of this, Pastor? Is because every miracle needs a womb. 
It needs a womb that'll believe. It needs a life that'll carry it. Grace is a, an amazing thing. We talk about it. Grace is where that impossible becomes possible. And the, there's a dimension of grace that I want to share with you this morning, and that is that grace is envisioning power. It says, you will conceive. A conception comes into your heart before it comes into your world. I wish we could skip. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z. There's only one way to get to Z. And that's to go through B. C, etc., etc. But there is, with grace, an envisioning power. What do you see? How do you, how do you interpret the word of the Lord? You will conceive in your womb. John chapter 1, the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. In other words, God had an idea. God had a thought. God had a plan. There's first of all an idea, a plan, that is brought by the word of the Lord. And the word of the Lord is, in this Christmas time, is God has stepped into your world. Yeah. And then it paints this picture of the greatness of it. It gives it to you. Now walk it out. Walk according to it. Let your steps be guided by it. Let your thought processes, you know what I mean? That, that, that battlefield, that mind... It needs a womb, even though it's just an embryo. It is first of all a word before it is a child. It is then a child before it is full grown. learning the lessons from it. But the beauty of it is that the envisioning power of the conception also includes accomplishing power. The Holy Spirit shall overshadow you and that which is to be born of you, that is the word, Oh, hallelujah. You're not on your own in the promise. There is an accompanying power that comes with the word of the Lord. 
but there is a mixture of you, the natural, and the Holy Spirit, the supernatural. Exciting. And she brought forth her firstborn sons. Whatever you're believing for and asking for, God needs the womb for your miracle. He needs a womb. And that womb is your heart. And in the process, in the journey, you need to create a treasury bank of remembering. Because you're going to face times when you're going to have to remember. Mary pondered all these things in her heart. She created a treasure chest. A treasure chest to remember. Yes. Because sometimes all you have is the word. When Jesus was faced with the greatest opposition of his life, the moment in time of making, you know, the, the uh, decisions... It was the word that he clung to. It is written. And the question is that the enemy raises, has God said? You sure? Has God said? That's when you need to have a memory bank. God hath said. Yeah. A treasure chest that where you keep things until you understand them. I don't understand what's going on. I don't understand why this and why that. But if you will keep the word, it will unfold as you take the steps in the journey. It will unfold. Why can we have such great confidence in the word of the Lord? Well, one is God is in control. Let me say hallelujah. God is in control of leadership and world events. This is what you discover from the Christmas story. How am I going to get Mary and Joseph from Nazareth to the birthplace of Jesus? Well, I'm going to make it so Joseph has an IRS problem. It's time for taxation. Time for taxation in a particular location. When you follow and just allow the, 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 the in-between readings to take place, 
you find that in every twist and turn, God's hand rules and overrules. Contentment. When you change what you can change and accept what you can't change, and peace will meet you in the middle. Blessed is she who believed. What? The word of the Lord, and it shall be then. I don't know how many times in this whole process that Mary and Joseph had to hang on to the word of the Lord. The unlikely messiness, the unusual interruptions, facing of the impossible. All they were required to do was to keep the word of the Lord and follow the direction of him on a daily basis. There were times when they just settled down. I don't think there was any great God encounters. No. They had the word from yesterday. And they just rested in peace where they were at. And then when God wanted them to move, he told them. He told them. And he'll do the same. He'll do the same. It was Nebuchadnezzar that, through the incident in his life, that God penned again the truth that God rules. The Most High rules in the kingdom of men. Whether it's a big world or a small world, God rules. Yes, twists and turns, God's hand rules. Shorten the journey by believing the word of the Lord. Did you hear me this morning? Shorten the journey by believing the word of the Lord. You don't need to have a 40-year delay Don't have to have a 40-year delay. You are well able to go up and take the promise. Because that's what country means there. It's a promise I've given to you. How many are living by promise this morning? Don't raise your hands. But yeah, everything functions by promise. It takes the natural that's connected with the promise that bears with it the power to fulfill the promise.
You don't have to come up with the power. The power is connected to the promise. All you have to do is believe the word of the Lord. The miracle will always be worth, worth the, the mess. And when you believe, there will be surprises in your life. <coughs> Abraham and Sarah. One day, the promise. became something that's held there again don't you want to hold your promise yes to hold the promise to taste the sweetness of it to to enjoy the joy of it to rest in the fulfillment of it. Experience the power of it. You see, because eventually when favor has been pronounced, lack turns to provision. There's guidance in your life. Fresh ideas come. Those interruptions become divine developments. Sometimes you can't see because of the trees or the forest for the trees, whatever that statement is, you know. just a maze it's just a mess but everyone is a single event a single tree with possibilities trust in the Lord with all thine heart we said last Sunday and lean not to thine own understanding because God has some surprises. Yes. Moses sitting in a some type of container or crib in the Nile River. And God sends Pharaoh's daughter, an unlikely rescuer. The decree has already been out that you kill those boys. But God rules. God rules. Yes, he does. Did you know, and you probably knew this, the Ishmaelites that rescued Joseph from the pit were the offspring of a relationship I mean, things can just have been, went awry back here, and they get used by God up here. Let me tell you, it was important 
that that player was playing under the guidance and the direction of God for Joseph and for the very future. Not just of Joseph. Because God is not just trying to solve your mess. God is trying to bring his son to the world. That's what it's about. That when your mess is ironed out, you're going to be a vehicle and a vessel of bringing his son to the world. Yeah. Do you see the bigger picture there? You're important. Your mess is important. Your interruptions are not just, you know, taken for, you know, let's have fun. Let's see how they react. No. They are divine interruptions with the ultimate goal. of bringing his son to the world that he's placed you in. Yeah. I surely don't want the Apostle Paul's way of getting the son to the world. I'd like a neater, cleaner way for God, if you're going to use me, you know, kind of use me, you know what I mean, with a little less chaos, okay? Yeah. There are things that have to be unraveled But the one that created the heavens and the earth, the one that spoke everything into existence, the one who made everything from nothing, sure can handle your and mine something. Amen? Hallelujah. Ask my musicians to come this morning. The title is Small Steps to Great Destiny. Your miracle may just be an embryo today, or it may be someplace along the line. Hang on to the word. Hang on to the word. Don't let the visual obscure the promise from view. We've got the stories of Abraham. These were written for our learning and for our understanding. Abraham, you took some turns. You made some decisions. Let's learn from him. There's really no alternative but to believe the word of the Lord. Because if you want that word to become flesh, then you must believe. 
it shall be because she believed. What mess are you facing this morning? What interruption are you, you know, having to endure? What impossibility is now seeming leaving you in doubt? God wants to step in. fact is I've been developing a a consistency in my life I'm letting I'm inviting God in (laughs) I'm inviting him in whoa God I don't know I don't have what it takes I don't know how this can be. Invite God into your mess this morning. Realize that spirituality is about a relationship and not a formula. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, except the branch abides in the vine, it, you can't have good results. Don't compare yourself to other people. And realize that it's a journey and not a one-time event. Expect God to lead you as the same time He transforms you. And know this morning that All of your life is significant with God. There are no big I's and small U's. Or small U's and big I's. Yes. Begin to celebrate the mundane, the routine, the in-between. Celebrate the in-between. Because God wants to get you there sooner and not later you stand with me this morning no matter what your mess is today Mary and Joseph found themselves in a marital mess they found themselves in a monetary mess yes But God, at Christmas, stepped in to all messes, to all messes. Father, this morning, help us to take those small steps. our destiny help us to to be like Mary who believed 
the word of the Lord so that you can perform that word for us. Step in today and let our bad meet your good. Let our powerlessness meet your power. Reconnect us, God, and help us to see that it's your supernaturalness and our naturalness that makes the supernatural possible in our world. Help us to believe that it shall be just as you said. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. They're setting a, a miracle here, and we're so glad that they're able to be back with us. Yes. It was quite a journey, right? Yes. Sometimes a journey that was fraught with hopelessness. Didn't look like there was an avenue. And then a little old short lady doctor. And she had to convince him, right? Right. The odds don't look too good. I don't know if I want to travel that. You know what I mean? I'm not sure too sure that the outcome is going to be, you know, what I would expect. Oh, hallelujah. But the outcome, the outcome will always end up to be as the word of the Lord has said. It will always come to pass. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word shall never pass away. Amen. Hallelujah. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. He finished it. He confirmed it. And he's endued every promise with its own personal power to fulfill. His promises, as you go, grab a promise. Say a life with the promise. Amen. The Holy Spirit wind will catch that sail that you have up in your life and it will take you to the destination. Amen. That's been, you know, uh, uh, envisioned in that promise. Go with God because he is definitely going with you. I'll never leave you. I know I'll forsake you.